Greetings and blessings to the church that meets at your house. This is Pastor Kevin, host of the Gospel Trail. But how can they call on Him to save them unless they believe in Him? And how can they believe in Him if they have never heard about Him? And how can they hear about Him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That is why the scripture says, How beautiful are the feet of the messengers who bring good news. A number of years ago, uh, somebody had a prophecy over me saying that I would be preaching in the future in many different places at the same time. Well, my friend, that's what you're getting right now. I am speaking to you from 342 miles above north central United States. And this satellite communicates with other satellites through laser and and light. And let there be light around the earth. And this light in the form of words come down over your city where we can meet. So today we're talking about discipleship centers. This was, uh, I'm sure, has been around since the beginning of time. But God impressed upon me to look forward and look into the... uh, actuality of preaching in multiple locations at the same time in the form of a discipleship center. So Jesus said to me again, uh, peace to you, as the Father has sent me, I also send you. So go in peace and serve the Lord. You are listening to the Gospel Trail. So Heavenly Father, uh, I just forget, forgive us for not uh, not including you and and uh, listening to your word as we should, Lord. Just Holy Spirit, just help us, help us, um, just live in the word because in the word there is life, and without the word there can be nothing but death, and that that is eternal separation from our God because we know we're going to spend eternity somewhere. And Lord, let that be with you through your word, as you so plainly point out in the in the gospel, and give us more understanding of your scripture and the experiences we have and how that works. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. The Lord gave us uh, um, what they call in the Bible, the Lord's Prayer. And that's not a prayer he's praying over us, but he gave it to us as an example and he also gave us grandmothers. I mean, I how many can think of a grandmother that's been praying for them? And, uh, you know, if you've had the opportunity to uh, yeah, know your grandmother, but uh, there's a lot of praying grandmas out there and grandfathers, too. He gave, uh, gave a personal prayer. Today we're talking about breaking with the past, um, and that's... Not so much looking for what causes curses, as many may think, but focusing on what Jesus has done. And if we do that, uh, all this other stuff just tends to take care of itself. Um, pray for forgiveness. And in What's that? Could we add, and what Jesus can do for us? Oh, yes. Yep. I'll add that right to the... Uh, I'm reading out on... Uh, Don's discipleship letter here. I read the thing, Don. That's uh, that was some good uh, corrections in there. Thank I'm you. I'm I'm uh, have a hard time putting stuff down. 
what Jesus has done and will do. Hmm. And is doing. And is doing. That's good. I like that. Except for Mayor saying that you know, we say God is. God is. Mm -hmm. yeah. Anyway, the uh, we're talking about breaking with the past, and that's that's what we call baggage, wouldn't you? I guess wouldn't you say that? I hate to bring it up, but uh, uh, Jesus brought it up first. Matthew six twelve through fifteen, the New Living Translation. I'm using in this case. Uh, it says, "And forgive us our sins." as we have forgiven those who sin against us. And in the same thought, and it says, and don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. I counted forgiveness seven times <laughs> in those passages, in that thought at the uh, end of the Lord's Prayer. And if the Lord says in his prayer seven times, he must mean something. If he, if he uses that word seven times, yeah, then, then the uh, person asks, uh, you know, and I've been asked this, if I pray seven times, then will I be forgiven? That's not what the Lord's Prayer isn't about. It isn't something we can just say something, something awesome happens. Second it's Corinthians. It's not magical. It's not magical. No, it's uh, spiritual. It's. Uh, you know, you were about seven times the Lord's prayer about forgiveness, and I remember him asking, or uh, or someone asking, how many times do we forgive others? Oh, that's it's right. There you go. Times, seven times seven. Seven eight times seven. Amen. So forgiveness is huge. Forgiveness is huge. In Corinthians, they even go on to elaborate this with, uh, um, well, here's, here's a church, the Church of Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10 says, To whom, and this is uh, King James Version, To whom ye forgive anything, I forgive also. For if I forgave anything to whom I forgave it, for your sakes forgave it in the person of Christ. And then it goes on to say why they're saying the word forgive so many times. It says, uh, unless, it says, lest Satan should get an advantage over us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. And lest Satan should get an edge, some translation translates of that advantage as edge over us. And that's, that's in the Lord's Prayer when he says, you know, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. This is what he's talking about, lest Satan should get an advantage over us with those temptations that, that uh, are presented to us daily. There's always the choice, the temptations. Check that backpack, a bad baggage. You know, are we carrying that around with us? And, uh, you know, a backpack can get heavy. Um, I've gone into the Boundary Waters in northern Minnesota with standard pack. Uh, back then was a 90-pound rucksack pack type, military type pack, and it was big. It came up over my head. Everybody could see I was carrying some weight when I came up there. But So you throw that 90-pound pack on your back. In this case, it's uh, baggage that we're bringing with us, not uh, food. 
you come to a portage in your life where you have to go around something or circumvent a place that uh, you still have that baggage on your pack and you have to carry the canoe over your head to get around that portage. And uh, it makes it a lot less difficult to carry that canoe around if uh, someone takes that pack from you. Oftentimes, if you're with a group, that's what we do. Jesus can take that baggage through our forgiveness, make our load lighter. Romans 6.11 says, Likewise also, reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. I love that word, reckon. Reckon yourselves to be dead in sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Yeah, I've heard it preaching illustration. <laughs> uh, the uh, preacher comes out, and uh, I've even used this too. Many have. Uh, you're pulling a dead body <laughs> across the stage um, up to the pulpit there, and uh, and we should be dead to sin, um, you know. But we're pulling that baggage around with us, and uh, we don't have to do that. Mm. But reckon to establish by calculation to consider or regard in a specific way to be of the opinion to accept something as certain. You know, reckon means to place reliance on his word, like regard in a specific way to be our opinion, and reckon reckon ourselves to be dead to sin. With these scriptures in mind, let's take a close look at the Lord's Prayer. It speaks to the topic of today, breaking with the past. And uh, do we just say the words or do we live them? Um, mm-hmm. Let's ask the Holy Spirit Spirit to put life and revelation into these words. And Jesus knew there would be struggles in our lives, so he said when, when we meet with him to discuss things, and some call that prayer, here is a format that might help. In this manner, therefore, we pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And it's just opening in prayer and uh, and praise. You know, our, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. And, uh, you know, why why would we change any of these words? And, and if, if we say this prayer seven times, does that mean we're forgiven? Um, no, it's not. I mean, I've been to baptisms where they said the, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, the wrong order, and uh, the the elders got together and and uh, discussed the situation and decided no, um, the person most likely was not going to heaven because they said it in the wrong oh. order. So the poor the poor lad had to be dunked again for the second time. Likewise, in the last five years, I've been at a church service where the overhead Lord's Prayer that just about every church that I've been to all say that together, regardless of of their denomination. Um, The only thing they change is uh, the version, uh, forgive us our debts, forgive us our trespasses, forgive us our sins. You know, sins sound so bad that... uh, it may be in the Bible under the pew, but they don't put it projected onto the screen because sin sounds bad. So they change that to something like, and use the trespass version. 
like I say, however, the, the book that's stuck in there underneath their pew Bible says sin. I've even seen it changed on the screen overhead to uh, our mother in heaven and, huh. and how that got in there. I mean, that's trying to go with the culture of today that everything goes. Um, God can be anything that you want him to be. It says, pray in this way, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. We're praising his name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. Lord, just enter this room with your glory. As we uh, explored in the last podcast, Lord, just show us your glory as we enter into this service, as we enter into the sanctuary, as we enter into this time with you. And let your kingdom come upon us and govern govern us our, in our ways, our thoughts, our actions, Lord, for your will be done on earth as it is in heaven and lord just let us let us just have visions of you know consider the heavens that uh on earth as it is in heaven lord and we want this place to be at least in where we are in our very soul to be in heaven with you and then lord give us this day our daily bread so many times uh i know myself if i go to a church and I have to, you know, uh, speak, I'm, I'm, I'm giving out, I'm giving out is what I'm doing. And uh, Lord, give us that daily bread that we may have enough to give to others inside. Let us just sit in your glory, Lord, and let that glory fill us to overflowing. The Bible says we're cracked vessels, we're cracked vessels, you know, when we just overflow with your living waters, Lord, that there's water, but there's, there's also your glory because it states that the mystery that has been hidden throughout all the ages has been revealed to his saints. And we are all saints in the sight of the Lord and his glory is contained within us. Acts chapter 2, Pentecost Sunday was last Sunday in many traditional churches. And uh, that was the start of your church, Lord, your church, Lord, and now you are the God that is with us, the God that is within us, and let that glory just shine, just shine. So, and and now we're going into the forgiveness part, Lord. Lord, it cannot shine unless we have forgiven, Lord, because there's always that baggage hanging on us, hanging on us. Forgive us our, our debts which is also called trespasses, but in the spiritual world, it's sin. Lord, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And we'll talk more about that later. But Lord, just lead us around the temptations, the, the stumbling blocks, the, uh, the situations that, that we don't need to be in anymore because we've given you that backpack of, 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 of sin and heaviness, Lord, that, that uh, you've cast it further than the east is from the west, but deliver us, Lord. And then that is a word that we skip over so briefly. Deliver us, Lord. Deliver us, Lord. Deliver us. From the one who sends those temptations and distractions. Deliver us from those 
distractions that have become addictions, Lord. Deliver us, for yours is the kingdom. In Jesus' name, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. If I'm it, impressed that it starts with hallowed. That's very near the beginning. That's right. Um, and when I think of hallowed, I think of holy is your name and unique is your name and perfect is your name and high and lifted up is your name. It's beautiful. That name of Jesus is just fantastic. You could probably add some things to that, but hallowed is such a powerful word. It is. It's is that a form of holy and hallowed probably. ground, holy yeah. ground probably stems from the same. Anyway, so, his if his spirit helps us with those ungodly temptations and through him we are delivered from and no more letting sin reign in our mortal bodies where lust has been our slave master. And the Bible talks about liking it to a slave when sin has us chained, addictions have us chained. The verse goes on to say, um, if the Son shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. And that Son is Jesus breaking the past. So, Sandy, you had a you had an encounter or situation recently that uh, um, you wanted to share? Yeah, I was going to share on a person uh, in, uh, in my jail ministry this last Tuesday. And we are uh, we're going through a study on who we are in Christ because we don't know who we are in Christ. And therefore, if we don't know who we are, how are we to act? Um, so... Um, so we're going through this. And what I do is, uh, I should uh, tell people, if you have a uh, Gideon's Bible, I could tell you the pages where these <laughs> verses are, because I lay it out for the men uh, so that they can bring it uh, bring it back uh, into, their, into their unit. But realizing, and I was so impressed, like you said, it doesn't matter how my days are, what people try to do. I have a relationship with relationship with God the Father because of Jesus, and I am at peace. No one can touch that. Wow. That's what he was saying. He says, I can, you know, he says, people can throw stuff at me and make call me names and all this, he said, but Jesus is the answer to my life. Yes. So when I was hearing that, I thought, he's worked it out because he's, you know, he's been at the jail for over a year, and he's waiting for a federal federal prosecution and we pray for that but the peace that he had that's what was so wonderful because it didn't matter because he realized the baggage that he had before is not is not um, controlling his life now the baggage that he had because jesus tells us to lay at his feet all of that baggage that we had he that's says, right lay it at my feet let's take that backpack off and say i give it to you lord take it from me and he gives you a new backpack. I, I, I like this. I, I heard this one time, a new backpack. And in it is a, um, is a, uh, a new journal with nothing written in it and a, and a pen. And it's like, this is your first day. This is your new life. And how are you going to live that life? And I will show you. That's what he says. Thy kingdom come. Well, we have to know what his kingdom is all about. Mm -hmm. We have to know who he is. And then, and then we can... Uh, we can live the way he wants us to. Right. 
uh, I, I was telling him uh, when I, this is part of uh, who we are in Christ, when I ignored God and went my own way, I was broken. I was broken. Uh, Romans uh, 3.10, because of Jesus, I am crucified with Christ. Jesus' body was broken for me on the cross. I was a sinner, Romans 3.23, because of Jesus, I am dead with Christ to sin. Dead, dead with Christ to sin. It's like they're saying, dragging that across. Jesus' death was the death of my sin. I was a mess. Because of Jesus, I am complete in him. In Colossians 2, 9 and 10. And this is what he's done for us. And this is what he does for us on a daily basis. We are complete in him. So when uh, one of the things I grew up with is that I never measured up. You know, you'll never measure up. You're not as smart. You're not as good. And I always felt that way. But then I, now I realize that I am complete in him. I hmm. think who he is. Not what I was. And that's what I was telling the right. guys in, in the jail. It's like, yeah, when people say, you know, who do you think you are? And I speak, <laughs> you say, you tell them, I'm a child of the living God. That's yes. Right. I am accepted. I am the apple of God's eye. And I am not the same person. That person is gone. What you're seeing right now is my life in, in Jesus Christ. He has given me freely. He has given me freedom, and we can live in that freedom. And, and the guys just love that because we're always being confronted because the enemy, the devil, is always trying to destroy who we are and, and, uh, and attack us and all that. You know, and the Lord says, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Hmm. There's a guy that was listening to voices and stuff that was, uh, you know, being attacked. Um, uh, one of the guys uh, at the jail. And he had a big smile because he said, now I know I can resist the devil. He's a liar. That's He's right. a liar. And in Jesus' name, I command that that liar to go and those those voices to go and those feelings to go. And to see the smile on his face is like, that is getting rid of the baggage. It's broken. We are new and we don't have to live like we did before because he's given us abundant life that we can live successfully. We just have to know who we are and time with him, have that relationship, and live victoriously. You know, the word says in the last days, he's going to pour out his spirit on all flesh, all flesh. That means all of us. He's going to pour out his spirit. And like you were saying, Kevin, about uh, the leaky the leaky vessel, the more he pours into us. The more it pours out. Wow. Wow. He got blown right off the screen. <laughs> there must be glory in his room. Wow. That's where all that light came from. Well, what did I lose here? There what you did go. Did you uh, fall oh, you fall go. over or something? Did I fall? <laughs> no. no, I mean, I, I, I mean, the the light is so bright in uh, from from this perspective that uh, you know there must be God's glory in that place. There you yeah. go. Yeah, that's wonderful that we talked about God's glory last week, and it's like. He has broken that sin. You can't that live without it. That doesn't mean we're not going to sin anymore. That's why he says, confess your sins. Confess your sins well, and he will forgive us so that we can get into that right relationship. Yeah, how, how many times? <laughs> as many times as as uh, when we meet. God says, when we meet to talk right. about things, let's start here. That's right. I, I had for uh, sin, my acronym for sin. You know what I put down? No. Satan is nasty. <laughs> It's nasty. How do you like that one? Satan there we go. Nasty. Keep keep us from the nasty one, Lord. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. The one that's going to separate us 
from God. That's his role. But he's a loser, and he knows he's a loser. And we have to proclaim, and we have to move in the Holy Spirit uh, to live successfully and abundantly. Yeah, and that's that's why I went. Uh, I've told this story many times that when I first. I got saved, as they call it, started wanting more to know more about Jesus. Um, I wanted to know more about his teachings. Um, John eight thirty one through 36 explains exactly that desire. Jesus said to the people who believed in him, you know, I believed in God. I believed in Jesus. I believed in the Holy Spirit. But he says, if you are truly my disciples, if you remain faithful to my teachings, you know, he didn't say succeed or excel in my teachings. He says, if you're just faithful in his teachings, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And in the Amplified Kevin, and it says in 831, it says, if you hold fast to my teaching and live in accordance with it, and live in accordance with it, you are truly my disciple. That's right. And that's the change. That is the change that must happen and will happen. But then they went along and, and uh, verse 33 and says, but we're descendants of Abraham, yes. um, but, but we're Catholic, but we're Lutherans, you know, um, but I go to church every week and we have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean? You will be set free? And Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Everyone who sins is a slave to sin. It says a slave is not a permanent member of the family, but a son is part of the family forever. And that's what Sandy was expounding on, that we are now sons and daughters of Christ, who we are in Christ. So if the son then sets us free, we are truly free. Indeed. You know, indeed. It's not repeating a ritual. It's not being baptized in the correct format. Which, uh, what is the correct format? I mean, they just went down to the river um, in biblical times, and, and that, that's an awesome thing. comes back to Romans again. I think that's Romans. It says, the wages of sin is death. And that's what we're discussing here. The sin that the nasty one puts in front of us um, or keeps that a little piece of that in our, in, in our uh, backpack the wages of sin, the wages are something you have to work for. And uh, we don't have to work for that. But the gift of God, which is a gift that uh, we learned, even his glory says Jesus is the gift. The gift of God is eternal life with Christ Jesus. I like it when, you know, it's like the wages of sin. I mean, yeah. what we pay for our sin is death. How's that working so the, for you? The wages of sin are death. That's what it is. We will we will die. We will be separated from God. That's I, I keep going back to that because it's we want to be one with him and we want to you know, we have to depend on him and trust in him for everything. And we have to learn of him. We have to spend time with him and know his word again. In the Amplified it says on, on uh, eight thirty six for John. So if the Son liberates you, makes you free man, then you are really and unquestionably free. Really and unquestionably free. Oh, that's good. I like that. Yeah. Unquestionably. Yeah. Yeah, those are pretty... Unquestionably free. Pretty 
exact words because that's why that's why uh, it's it's so great to share the gospel and to share who he is because uh, like I go to the jail and it's just like they just want to get up and shout you know it's mm -hmm. like I'm free I'm free in him I might be incarcerated but I can walk throughout the halls and know that I am free and I said you are the examples people are looking at you why are you happy why are you at peace and that's that's how we should be is to just be you know like I'm kind of a crazy man uh, when I go in is like um, dancing before the Lord we are free and we should be mm -hmm. shouting how Amen. free we are because he Amen. said I died to set you free that's yeah. the price that he paid and I thank you Father hallelujah that we can live free and be excited and be zealous and be sharing and loving and all the fruits mm -hmm. of the spirit instead of the lust of the flesh in Galatians we can live you know self-control and love joy patience endurance you know all of those fruits of the spirit we should be when people see us they should see something different yeah. you know otherwise we're fakes you know if we are not transparent and if we are not living that way then how can we attract people I mean, why were people attracted to Jesus why because he had the truth right, that's right. and he lived it and he lived it 100% of the time. He lived it. He lived it 100% of the time. So he's our example. And that's the difference uh, in breaking with the past. Uh, do we just say the words or do we live them? And the word words that I'm speaking about or referring to are, you know, the very word of God. You know, do we do we say the Lord's Prayer or do we live the Lord's Prayer? And I think that the degree to which a person senses the freedom in Christ may have something to do with your circumstances. Because what I hear you saying, Sandy, is that when these guys are incarcerated, they are so full of the freedom of the Lord within because it's so contrasting with what they're where they are. Exactly. Yeah, they're not letting their circumstances dictate their lives. Yeah. You know, and that's and it's like I always see people freer in the jail than I see in churches. <laughs> wow. You know, it's because, you know, it's like uh, for, 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 for what is much forgiven, you know, more, you know, they, they, they've received that and they know what true freedom is. Because That's if right. you can be in jail for over a year, you're looking for multiple years to come and you can walk in peace. And uh, the guy just kept giving me testimonies. You know, where he slipped things underneath a person's uh, door, uh, copies of uh, the things that I've done about, or that I've sent, uh, that I've done in class, is about, you know, who we are in Christ. And he just, he just, he just filters in, in the, the, um, the officers that are overseeing the jail. Um, uh, you know, some of them have said, well, no, you can't talk to that person. But because of this one person who they can see is different, they've told him, no, you can talk to them. Well, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because the, the spirit that's within him, it's recognize, recognizable by other people. And it's like, yes, you can talk. What do you want to share? It's glad, you know. And so people know the difference. And that's what's, uh, that's what's so exciting. Uh, Romans 12, 21. Do not let yourself be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with, what's the last? Good. 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 
That's God with an extra O. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. That's good. That's good. It is good. It is. Yeah, it came up on a Tuesday night uh, discussion. Uh, You know, I I know I have to forgive, but I just can't. I, I need to forgive, but. But. And that's and that's a valid, without going into a deep discussion on forgiveness. Uh, you know, we forgive, and and a lot of times it's a it could be a case where we just hug it out. Some cases, wisdom says not to put ourselves in a place or a position to commit sin, or you know, in into a position where we can be harmed. We can still forgive, but not put ourselves in a position where we could be harmed. And this is one of the changes towards a healthy lifestyle in getting rid of that baggage because because it's it forgiveness. Jesus has already made the way if if we forgive. Kevin and Sandy, I have a question, and it, it is something that I struggle with because it's hard to to forgive some people, uh, harder for some than others. But what do you think of the idea of saying? I'm going to say these words, and I want to mean these words, but I'm not there yet, but I'm going to say them because I want it to be true. I forgive them. I forgive them. Lord, help me to really mean this. I forgive them. Do you think that's a valid approach, or is that too close to not telling the truth? Is it a step, maybe? I don't know. It's a step, um, and you said too far from getting to the truth. You know, we don't have to go into detail. I mean, that's something that we just want to keep zipped up in that backpack, throw it into the sea. Forgiveness is a washing of our soul from Jesus himself. If we forgive seven times seven, I mean, it it, it doesn't go away. When we're overwhelmed, and it sounds like that could be the case, that sometimes we're so overwhelmed, we just want it to be different. It, 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 in some cases, it just may not be the same as it used to be. But we've forgiven. We are forgiven. And uh, the Lord wants to wash us with that, that uh, righteousness. I mean, where we can say we are righteous in the sight of the Lord, that, uh, and, you know, we have forgiven. And that's, and that, in, you know, some some serial murder or something. Uh, I'm sure the forgiveness would not be reciprocated because they're, <laughs> I mean, physically somewhere else and hauled off and dealt with. You know, by the authorities as a result of their actions. But uh, um, but the case, but still in that case, that uh, the forgiveness will set you free, even though it's not reciprocated. I think of those dear Amish people that had some of their children were killed and they reached out to the family of the killer and and simply said we love you and tried to provide for them to some extent you know that's just way beyond what what many of us think of as necessary and yet they did that um and I just am, am so impressed with that kind of forgiveness that goes beyond what's necessary, or at least what most of us thinks is is necessary. Yeah, I think, Don, you know, as you were saying, is that God, Jesus looks at our heart. 
in our willingness to forgive others, you know, saying I'm not quite there yet, he says, "That's my son. I'm going. I'm going to pour out more in him so that he can feel that, uh, be totally released." And, uh, uh, I'm reminded of a person I was. Uh, uh, people will know. I've heard of Matthew West. Uh, he's, a, he's a Christian singer, and that. but he met a woman, or he met a family where um, a, a drunk driver had killed her son, and um, and they forgave him for killing their son, and wow. even they went beyond this because when he was up for parole, I'm going to cry. Wow. When he was up for parole, they spoke in favor. Please release this man. Oh. He's forgiven. We forgive him. And him staying in prison any longer is not right. And I'm thinking uh, Matthew West wrote a song because of that. But that's mm-hmm. that's forgiveness. You know, but it is impossible apart from Jesus Christ right. to forgive. You know that forgiveness that. You know, because because we'll you know people will say, well, I forgive you, or I, uh, but it, true forgiveness is Kevin was saying being washed, being yes. washed, yes. Being washed and being pure in His sight, you know, um, having the righteousness of God. You know, and I had one for for right. I had another um, acronym, uh, right, um, reverence in God's holy truth, huh. reverence in God's holy truth, and I'm always reminded. Uh, you know, it's like um, there's a song that I've been listening to. First things first. Do 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 the first things first. Do the right thing at the right time, always. Do the right thing always. Lord, you have to help me. That's our prayer. Mm-hmm. I mean, that help us, because yes. otherwise we get back into the doubts, not the dependence on Him. And he says, I've created you to have victory, and I gave you the Holy Spirit that you can overcome all things. If, if you rely on the Holy Spirit, the, the Spirit of truth and the power and the strength to do it, we can do it. We can be victorious. Mm. But that says, nope, Andy's going to step aside today. It's like, Lord, what do you want? And he says, well, I want to take you by the hand, and we're going to have an adventure today, and uh, just follow my lead. Because we're going to be we're going to be faced with all sorts of things, and that's why give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses. We have to confess our sins, and and we have to forgive those that have sinned against us. Because then we have a clean slate. Clean slate. I'm abiding with Him, as it says in John 15. Abide in Him. Abide in the vine, and be close. Be knit with Him. In the past, it doesn't matter. It's the past. It right. Is the past. Right. It is over with. We don't live in the past. It's like going on from glory to glory. Right, guys? Now when it says we are to move from glory to glory. Wow, mm-hmm. what does that mean? And how do we live that way? And that's God's glory. Yeah. I mean, glory, glory to glory. It's it's so encompassing. It it, it says, uh, you know, it can cover the whole earth. Yeah. And I was wondering well, if that's the second coming is going to be... Uh, covering the whole earth with his glory because it says everyone every knee shall bow you know or every head shall bow and every knee shall bend and and know that he is god i mean if the whole world was covered with a visible tangible glory of god that uh there's no denying that he is king of king and lord of lords and that glo- glory to glory is it's uh it's tangible 
Yeah. I'm encouraged just as always. You know, God is good all the time. All and the he time. says, I'm going to pour it out. How much can you take in? Confess your sins, and I will I will uh, forgive you, and we will do it together. And right. we will change the world because those disciples, uh, as they were referred to, uh, made the world upside down. Right. Uh, they impacted everyone. And we're a part of that. We're a part of, of that. Did it. We're a part of that. And we were introduced to Jesus Christ because of a grandma, a grandfather, who was praying for us. That's right. Praying for us. That's, that's how I came to the Lord. You know, people that had come to the Lord before me, and they says, we, we've been praying for you, we've been praying for you, we've been praying for you. So prayer is a key. That is. Prayer that is. changes things. He says, I want you to pray. Pray in this way. Pray, pray without ceasing, because I will move on that, because that that, that moves the Father's heart. We need to yeah. pray, spend that time, and we'll see the fruit of it. We will see the fruit of it. He says, draw near to me, and I'll draw near to you, and you will see it's like how much people so, Thank you, Lord. Keep pouring it out. Keep pouring it out. Keep pouring it out. Amen. I want to be a vessel that is poured out every day. Every day. Yeah. And just like sharing this with a podcast, folks, I hope on the, that are listening to this, that are will listen to this, that we're fired up because of him. He, he's given us life. We were dead. We had baggage. We had sin. But it's gone in Jesus' name. We are renewed. We are resurrected with Christ. We are renewed. That doesn't make you laugh. No. So, <laughs> I don't know what will. I am a new creation. That's right. We have to renew our minds, and we renew our minds by how? By reading the word, by praying, by spending time with him, and being encouraged by other brothers and sisters in the Lord, and actually getting rid of toxic relationships and things. Right, right. right. Barriers that are that are trying to separate us, keep us separated from God. And that can be family members. There's all sorts of things that, that the enemy will use all sorts of people to stop us. But it's like, don't in Jesus' name, we can be free, and we can even forgive those family members. We can forgive those family members, and by our example, if we show peace and love and joy, it's going to impact. Those that's that's just me pontificating. You know? <laughs> but God is good, and we need to. God is need, good. We need to be different. We need to be different. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. We are peculiar. Look at us. I'm the <laughs> so would you like to hear uh, the Lord's Prayer as sang by the beautiful and talented Liz Rahala, talented and oh. handsome guy, Michael Anderson? I certainly would. This go. was fantastic. Thank you, Lord. Sounds good.
harvest is truly plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Let me break it down for you. Revival is here today. People want to know more about Jesus. Become a laborer in Christ. Join us Tuesdays and Thursdays for a live video conference if you would like to learn more about Jesus. Details can be found at pgn.church. That is a web address, an internet-only church serving Christ online for 25 years. You are listening to The Gospel Trail.